Welcome to episode number five of Kansas City Food Memories, where we take a stroll down memory lane and share some of our favorite memories of long-lost restaurants from the 1980s and 1990s. Today is going to be a very special episode, as this is all 100% call-in, no in-studio guests. We want to hear what you think. If you're out there listening on the podcast, remember that this is a podcast, not a live show, so do not call in or text in. But what you may want to do is go ahead and save that phone number that's given in the podcast so that you can put in your speed dial so you can participate. This was so successful, we decided we're going to do this again next week. So sit back, enjoy, and be sure to subscribe to the show and tell some of your friends all about it. Thank you. Appreciate your support. Good morning, Kansas City, and welcome to Kansas City Food Memories, where we talk about uh, our favorite restaurants from the 80s and 90s. And um, I'm going to give out the phone number real quick before I go um, explain a few things. Yeah, don't do it too fast. All right. 913-586-7798. And now, today, just calls. Yeah, we're only going to do calls today. So take a moment and program your phone to speed dial so you'll have this. That's the same call-in number. It's also the text line. So if you're listening to Toby's show or my show and you have a question like somebody just asked, what was the name of that bakery we we're talking about? We never mentioned the name. Well, that is Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. That's the business my wife and I own. We've uh, started that about 30 years ago. And so um, that's and how who we are. how do people get there? We are in Overland Park, Kansas at mm-hmm. 119th and Glenwood, about two stoplights stop east of Metcalf. So take Metcalf to 119th Street, then you go east, two stoplights. Yep. And at the second stoplight, 119th and Glenwood, you will see Louie's Wine Dive, Pizza Place, UPS. Yep. They're right behind that building next door to Johnny's. Yep. Thank you for... The other thing, too, if you see Louie's across the street from Louie's is Cheesecake Factory. Yep. So, so you know you're in the right place. So it's easy to get to. And I um, during the show, even though I'm sponsoring the show, we don't really talk about our bakery because it's... It's a short hour. We talk about a lot of things. So uh, a couple of things. A couple of things I want to get to real quick. I want to thank uh, John Francis last week. That was an incredible show it talking about that restaurant. Yep. I've been craving fried chicken all week. Didn't have time to do it because we're getting ready for the Chiefs Super Bowl. But I think I might go get fried chicken today after the show. Where are you going to get fried chicken? I have at? no idea. Okay. Uh, there's so many choices. Well, number one, you should get back to work at the business. <laughs> yeah. Okay. After that, you close yeah. at two, and then you can go get fried yeah. chicken All right. somewhere. So, so we'll we'll do that later. And then um, I'm still working with Ed Holland. He was on two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I am going to be hosting a special event at Best Regards. Um, that will be where we're going to have uh, John or uh, Ed, his son, and his grandson, all three, teaching a class on how to make world class. Caesar salad. Mm. So that's going to be a... Their Caesar salad. Used it, to be it's a, it's, that, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And so that'll be a lot of fun. Now, if you want to keep up on what the latest things we're talking about or want to send me feedback, go to the web, my website, which is makethemsmile.com. And then on the top left-hand corner, it'll say email newsletter. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter because um, I'll send that out at least once a week, updates on the bakery and also on the radio show. And so when I finally set the date for Ed Holland's Caesar salad class, I'll probably do two sessions, and it'll be limited, and the tickets will sell fast. Okay, and it's going to be at your Yeah, it'll be at our place. And I will do that. It'll be – I'll send the details out. But um, Ed wants to do this as a fundraiser for the show to help um, offset some of our costs. So that's going to be a lot of fun. 
Now, when I said at the beginning, welcome to Kansas City, to the show, I'm going to have to change that. So a little behind-the-scenes thing, and I don't know if I've told Toby this. So I have the podcast, so the show is live, but I save it as a podcast that you can get on Spotify, Pandora, any of those places. But as because of the way I set up, I get the metrics, which means I get to see where the show is downloaded at. So it's all over the country, but we're now international, Toby. So I've had somebody uh, downloaded the show in Brussels, Belgium. Wow. And now, uh, just this week, somebody uh, listened to the show and downloaded it from St. Petersburg, Russia. Good grief. Yeah. So the way technology is, I don't know who it is. They just keep track of what cell tower it was downloaded from, and it plots it on a map. So Kansas City Food Memories is now international. Hmm which is a lot of fun. Yep. So again, so if you want to follow it, um, go to makethemsmile.com, sign up at the email, and make sure you put this number into your phone, yeah. 913-586-7798. That's the call-in line and text line. So what, uh, do, make sure that you only call in on this number during this hour of the show. What do you think? Well, we've got a bunch of calls here. Oh, we've got some calls. All right. Well, yeah. good. Thank you. So uh, we'll get that one on there. Um, we're going to be doing some themed shows coming up the next few weeks. Some of the themes are going to be including, we're going to do one on fried chicken from the 80s and 90s. We're also going to do another one on hamburgers like Smacks. We'll be doing some episodes on, uh, somebody told me that I need right, to do one on French fries. Bruce is ready to talk with us. Bruce Good is? morning, Bruce. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Yes. Uh, do you remember Breton's? It was in the underground in a, in a uh, basement in the Kansas City downtown. It was a Polynesian restaurant. Really? What was special about him? Do you have any memories? Yeah, my boss used to take us down there every year. He, uh, I worked in a motorcycle shop, and he'd take us down there because he thought it was the be- best place he could find to eat that kind of food, and boy, he loved it. What made that he food different? The Marandaren duck they had, and I didn't like it, but he loved it. Huh. What did you like there? Uh, not much. Uh, I just, <laughs> I got, that's when I, uh, the first time I ever drank any liquor, he poured one of those big rum drinks down my neck and, and, uh, <laughs> and, and I, and then I drank, my wife's didn't drink hers. So I drank hers and I was pretty much south for the last, next two days. I was, I was goners. I don't drink at all anymore. Yeah. But the other one was smugglers in on a right off 435. On Front Street. What was uh, special about them? Well, they had great steaks. The best steak ever had in my life was there. And they just tore the building down last year. And they, they closed it, I guess, about five or six, maybe ten years ago. But it was just a, a small little place. And they had uh, uh, some people, I guess, just went in there to drink. But they had liquor, and then they had uh, real good steaks. Why, why do you think steak was so much better back then than it is nowadays? I don't know. I don't eat steak much. Oh, don't eat that much anymore either? No, I just, uh, sometimes I try to cook it at home. And Oh, yeah. Well, but, well, awesome. Uh, well, thank you for those two stories. Brenton's, the Polynesian Brenton's, restaurant. And then yeah, sp- and, and I don't know why nobody's mentioned it but me, but, you know, it was it was there for many, many years. Oh, gosh, it, yes. It was, it was downtown Kansas City, and uh, you had to go down in the basement to get to it, but it was all spread out in this basement. And it was, they had decorations. It was just like, like you went right back to Polynesia. It was really amazing. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you, Bruce. I put those down. We'll see if any other 
texters or callers have any other stories about those two restaurants? And you know, you know where uh, uh, State Line Nissan is? Yes. Well, there was a there was a, a Chinese restaurant there that was in a little strip mall down there, and that was I've eaten there too, and they had really good food. Okay. It was all. Of course, I know it's just the Americanized Chinese food, but uh, it was still good. Well, good. All right. Well, thank you very much, Bruce. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Have a good day out there. Good morning, Stella. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Uh, Good morning. How are you? We're doing great. Thank you. Well, we know Stella. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, we do. do. I thought you said you were too scared to call in. No, I, uh, yeah, me? Okay. I, I went to uh, to Robert's uh, Restregard's Bakery the other day to pick up some cookies uh, to give to a friend I was going to visit. And, oh, my God, the place was packed. They were lined up out the door. Yeah, we had a few people there. Yeah, you did. And no Valentine's Day cookies, so Not, I bought something else. Yep, but it's that's a, okay. A, a, we're all about the Chiefs right now. Yeah, well, that's true. If yeah. Valentine's Day, you know, after after tomorrow, then you can do those heart cookies. Yep, yep, we'll bring all but that any, back. Um, uh, my my kids told me about your program, Robert. I didn't know you had a program well, well, after Toby. Are there any restaurants that you missed from the 80s and 90s? Oh, God, yes. Pick uh, one. The most important one was Fedora's. Oh, gosh. We replaced Pooch's 210. Uh-huh. Pooch's 210 was the most elegant restaurant where... Uh, you celebrated the most uh, important events in your life, uh, engagements, wedding anniversaries, birthdays. Oh, yeah. And they they had violinists that strolled through the rooms and would play uh, selections that you would ask them to play. But Fedora's was really special. Um, they were customers of ours. Uh, and my husband and I would be there every week. And we had a special window table, and we uh, had a special person that on their wait staff. And I used to tell that person, we got to know him quite well. I said, you know, I'm going to be able to say, I knew you when. <laughs> and, and that person is Charles Bruffy, who now has the Kansas City Corral in Kansas City. Wow. So he has gone far beyond being waitstaff at a restaurant. But Fedora's had a, a menu that was just just a variety of things. One thing in particular I remember that I liked so much, they would take the heart of romaine, the whole stock, and they would grill it on the grill and pull it off, and they would throw um, blue cheese and pecans and a creamy dressing and chopped uh, green apples on wow. this, and that was that. I, I could eat that every time we went in, but so, I did choose other. So things Stella, as if well. you could go back in time, what's the one meal that you would go back for? At Fedora's? Well, I think that what I just mentioned, just that one. Yeah, and but but they also did uh, lamb very well, and you know we Greeks we love our lamb. Oh yeah, and I thought they did it very well, and um, uh, I. The place was packed every time we would go in, and it was very sad when that restaurant and a lot of others went by the wayside after Gilbert Robinson uh, was no longer an entity. Right. And uh, 
another group took over and they actually ran it into the ground. And it's it's really sad that a lot of good restaurants in this town are no longer here. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do to run a business, uh, a restaurant. You know, you've got all the challenges every business has, you know, labor is really an issue because you've got skilled labor and service people. That's two different things. You got cost of goods sold. I grew up in a small town and my dad originally was a, a, a shoe cobbler, but we bought a restaurant across the street from the shoe shop and he renamed it Jim's Waffle Shop. It's a small town. Anything, any event that ever took place in town ended up at my dad's waffle shop. Yep. And I I cooked there. I waitressed there. I washed dishes there. I peeled potatoes there as well as my siblings. But, yes, the restaurant business is difficult. Oh, it is. But so is the linen supply business, and that's our company. Well, Stella, thank you for calling in, and I look forward to hearing back from you when uh, we get close to the Greek festival time. Oh, yeah. Oh, you'll see me before then. Oh, I know I will. Get a fix of something. All right. Thank you, Stella. You guys have a great day, and go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. You bet. Bye. Goodbye. Good morning, Trent. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hey, good morning. Thank you guys for this show. First of all, this is great. Uh, Big fan of both of you guys, Uh, even Toby. Oh boy! Thank you for thank you for throwing that last part in. (laughs) I have to piggyback off that guy Smuggler in the comment. Smuggler in was a great place for a steak. The reason why the steak was so much better back then is because steak was uh you you got steak from Happy Cows. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it wasn't everything was processed and there uh all that. Everything was more tenderized. Uh, The Smuggler's Inn had I believe their own steak sauce that was really good too. That needs to be found but the place i'm calling about kansas city we're all, we're known for more than barbecue people have to understand that we have great drive-in places before smugglers in and uh, maybe before smacks there was a place called have a snack that was on 27th and van brunt i went to east high school it is south of east high school keep riding down van brunt where the old police station is, it's cat a corner from the wheel police station. That place had great burgers and ice cream machine that worked. And before <laughs> all the kids congregated at Taco Bell or McDonald's, yeah. we went to have a snack. Have a, a snack as an S N A C K. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was yeah, your favorite was, thing to get there? Uh, it had to be the burgers. The because, burgers. Uh, you had happy cows back then, so the meat oh, yeah. was a lot better. And also the fact that there was something special about, especially when I was a kid, getting that ice cream cone from there. The oh, ice yeah. cream machine worked. Uh, it, just the pure vanilla. It was just always so special. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We are a city that is known for great burgers and fries and great locations like that. Well, you know um, what? I, know um, that- I think you inspired me. So uh, another theme show we'll do will be just drive-ins. Not not just hamburgers, but we'll actually talk about some of those drive-ins that were real popular. Started what in the, I th- think fifties and sixties. Oh yeah, but, yeah. The, uh, the high boy, the big oh, boy. Oh yeah. Um, uh, wasn't it Bill Nagro that started um, uh, Texas Tom's? Uh, um, really? I'll have to look into that because there's still a couple um, of the Texas Tom's left. I think there's one yeah. high boy left over in Independence. There's two high boys. Left. Two, okay. Uh, um. 
Also, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Nick Vitros, who does the uh, neon signs. Oh yeah. Uh, I believe he might have the original Texas Times neon sign. Oh, okay. Well, I know he has the Italian uh, Garden ones. I'll have to check yes, into that. He does. We know yeah. it, it's that might be kind of fun just talking about some of those old-fashioned neon signs because that was an art. That was definitely an art form back then. Oh yeah, that was a great way to get customers to come to your restaurant, whether it was good or bad. You yeah. should know the place with the sign. Well, Trent, uh, thank you for calling in and sign up for my email. So uh, when we have the discussion about, um, I'm going to do one on steaks because uh, part of you know talking about happy cows that is did make a difference because you didn't have the factory food and animals and stuff like that. They were they were raised naturally, and I think that the technique on cooking. So we'll do one on that one. I'll also do one on the drive-ins, and we can talk about your have a snack. All right, I appreciate it. Hey, thank Thank you, you Trent. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Good morning, Larry. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. I tell you what, a friend of mine said you need to get on there to talk about Stevenson's because I talk about it all the time. I was there for 11 years. Oh, you worked there? Uh, Was a server and then a bartender and then was a floor manager and was there when Jimmy Carter and his entourage uh, ate there while he was president. Uh, Donna Douglas was a regular. Um, it was uh, it was the place to go back in the day. You know, that's, I mean, it, it's part of the, our memories go back. It's not just the quality of the food, but just the social aspect of it. You know, last week we were talking to John Francis. He said that was the center of all activities in Overland Park. You know, I've heard from several people like that. Well, and Stevenson's, I mean, that was more of a regional and national thing. It was the most popular restaurant in Omaha, Nebraska, for years running. And, of course, it's not in Omaha. Right. Every time uh, the, uh, you know, Huskers would play there in uh, uh, Columbia. And I think they, they had, had the one. Big Red, I think there's one down in, down by Fayetteville. Coming into Stevenson's restaurant after the game. Yeah. Well, that's that's fun. You know, um, we're going to be dedicating at least one or two episodes of our show to Stevenson's. I'm working on that. We're going to revive a couple of dishes, the apple fritters. I'm going to recreate that and see if I can talk a couple of restaurants and green rice casserole. Oh, that. Yep. I'm I'm going to work on that one myself. Mm. I'm, I think I'm going to offer that as a side later this summer. So yeah, stay tuned and uh, listen to and uh, shoot me an email if you have some s- specific suggestions about um, Stevenson's also. Will do. All right. Thank you, Larry. Appreciate that. Good morning, Blair. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hey, guys. Uh, big fan of the show. Uh, Robert, I work at Trader Joe's. I get to see you every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, I but, think I, your mom came in, what, yesterday? She came in yesterday. Yeah. She is a huge fan. I'll, I'll have to tell her about your podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was I was calling today, guys, to talk about Kansas City Masterpiece, the right off of 435 in Metcalf. My uh, my dad and I used to go there every Sunday before a Royals game. It was such a fun memory. We'd go there 11 in the morning and uh, be the first ones there. And I was uh, as a kid, I loved collecting autographs. I'd walk around the the restaurant, and look at all the autographs. It was really a, a cool restaurant. I miss it. Collect autographs from who? Uh, well, I, I collect baseball autographs. Oh, okay. So I've got, oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but they had a lot of actors that had, that had went into the restaurant, and they'd sign a picture and, oh, and yeah. it up on the wall. Yep, I remember that now. Yeah. We, what's funny, with the very first show we had about a month ago, Jeff Jeff Tui, one of my guests, 
he was from Omaha, but he would go on trips down to Kansas City, and he said the first restaurant I remember going to was Casey Masterpiece because it oh, yeah. was wasn't just a joint barbecue joint like you know like you think of for barbecue. It was a first real restaurant, you know, that you sat at the table and somebody took orders and things like that. That where they kind of made it a little bit. Um, I don't know, more of a, uh, not, I don't even know how you describe it, more of a restaurant situation on that. But that's a good yeah. one, Casey Masterpiece. Yeah, I remember Rich Davis would occasionally go around and oh, yeah. talk to everybody, and that was such a big deal to get him to come to your table. Oh, yeah. You know, because he was a celebrity when he finally sold a sauce. Dr. Rich Davis sold a sauce to Kraft or whoever that was and doing that, but oh, he still yeah. had the restaurant. It was a place to go and be seen. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well thank you, guys. Well, thank you. Have a have a great Sunday and go Chiefs. Oh, go Chiefs! Thank you. Yes, it's Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Good morning, Matt. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. How are you, folks? We are doing super. Thank you. This is a fun thing. Okay, so this may not be a fancy type restaurant, but do you guys remember Don's World of Beef? I do not. I don't think I've even heard of that. No, I don't either. I don't. So they were downtown, and then they had they had you know places around town. I know the. Oh, where'd Matt go? Matt, like you... an Arby's type place. Okay. And you just come in there. They were kid friendly. Really, uh, I'm looking for one of their signs actually now. I don't know if it was just local, um, you know, like a local chain. Okay. It was delicious, and hopefully some of your callers will call in and have a lot more. I was pretty young, but would always take the bus, go downtown with uh, my mom and my sisters, and a trip to Don's World of Beef was uh, was the uh, cherry on the on the Sunday. Well, basically. that's awesome. Well, I'm, I wrote that down. I'll do some research and see what I can find. The beauty of this show now that that I did not foresee when I started it is that there's a lot of food professionals that actually ran these restaurants. Then they hear a story about it, they contact me. So I thought I was going to have to do a lot more work than I'm doing right now. So let's see if anybody out there knows anything about Don's World of Beef. Uh, Contact me back at the bakery. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. All right. Good morning, Mark. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Yes, I'd like to talk about the old uh, lobster pot. I know they had a few locations. I remember the Union Station yeah. location the best before the uh, all the casinos. To me, that was the go-to place for a seafood buffet, you know, kind of before the, the casinos and, and the other Chinese places and such. To me, that was the go-to place for a, for a seafood buffet back in the day. And I really, I really enjoyed the Union Station location the most, but... I know they had the Kansas location later, I believe, Ward Parkway Mall or in that area. Did but, you go there for a special occasion, or why would you go there? Uh, yeah, as a kid, I, our family would go there for birthdays and, and special occasions. And then uh, and then as a young adult, I would go there uh, just when I was hungry for seafood, because I'm originally from New Orleans. So even though it wasn't New Orleans seafood, it was still my seafood fix. Yeah, they do a decent job with it. I thought so. Yeah, I, th- I thought they were top notch back in the day. They did, you know. They I thought they did the best back in the day. Well, good. Can you think of anybody around town now that would remind you of that? Um, was it more I, the food or the ambiance that you miss? 
both, but and it was kind of and it was kind of unique because back in that time period you didn't have as many seafood buffets. But I don't know. I think the Argosy's buffet is similar in the seafood, yeah. or like or like Joy Walk. I know it's a Chinese uh, the the Overland Park locations yeah. brought back more of their uh, crab legs and stuff now, but. Uh, I would say those are probably two of the closer ones well, nowadays. Good. Well, I'm going to have to do some digging because I remember about three or four weeks ago, I met somebody that was a, either general manager or ran the kitchen at Lobster Pot. So um, I'll see if I can find that or if you're out there and um, give me a call or send me an email to remind me so maybe we can dig into this and share some good good stories about the Lobster Pot. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Mark, for calling. It. Now, Doug, you, Robert. Thank you. All right, real quick, Toby. So somebody called, uh, texted in about Don's World of Beef. They said um, there's one at Blue Ridge Mall and um, that they raved about the ham sandwich. So apparently I there's one. I remember it as well, too. I enjoyed it as well. Oh, yes, good. That's, that was a good one as well. So that, w- that was like in the mall? Uh, was it by the mall? Was it standalone? I thought it was a standalone, okay. uh, if I remember right. I, I must remember going to see Santa Claus flying in a helicopter. Blue Ridge Mall when I was a kid is my main memory of the Blue okay, Ridge good. Mall. See, that's the beauty of this show. we got thousands of people out there that know more than you and I do combined. Yes, <laughs> so, absolutely. <laughs> good. You oh, and have then, a great day. All right, thank you, you. Thank you. And then, Toby, somebody thank just you. sent me a text saying that there's three high boys still in Independence. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I haven't been because um, I see that there's one not too far from um, Dixon's Chili. Mm-hmm. And so, but you know, by the time I go to Dixon's Chili and You're feast full. there, I'm full. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk with Drew, good morning, Drew. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hey guys, uh, my uh, one of the ones I have fond memories of is uh, Nids. It was a Chinese restaurant. It was on uh, Santa Fe and Aletha. It was right next to Aletha Landing, and me and my family kind of got to know the owners and their daughter. And my brother was friends with the daughter, and they had good food. And I think we saw we always went there after a movie. And um, they ended up closing the place down and moved back to Hong Kong. But I remember whenever we, uh, when it was down, after it went away, we just kept comparing most Chinese restaurants to... What was uh, the name of that again? NIDS, N-I-D-S. And we always ended up comparing um, comparing other Chinese places to it. And um, I, since no one had mentioned it, I thought I might mention a dessert place, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, TJ Cinnamons. Oh, my goodness. I, um, those cinnamon rolls were the, that's, that's my standard for cinnamon roll. So when the people are like, here's your cinnamon roll. And I'm like, no, I, my cinnamon roll is a little bit spicy. Yeah. And, and, um, and it just, all these other cinnamon rolls don't match. I've even tried, you know, the recipes with the little spicy things. It just doesn't quite match TJ cinnamons. All right. Now I, I, I make a practice to not really talk about my bakery, my yeah. own best regards, Bakery and Cafe. You might want to come give us a try. Hey, Toby, if you've got that spiciness, I'll give it a taste. Yeah, come try it. So, you know, Toby and I, we've talked about TJ Cinnamons for, what, 10 years now? Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's I, – I, I've the whole premise of, the, of this show is that I always talk to people about their favorite food memories. I've mm-hmm. done this for, like, 15 years. And um, one of the ones that, that's real common is the TJ Cinnamons. I mean, oh, glad to see I'm not alone. Oh no, gosh! I mean, there's, I mean, who who out there doesn't remember walking into Ward Parkway Mall? You doesn't can matter, smell it immediately. It doesn't matter which entrance <laughs> you come in. You know, they had that down there at the bottom of the escalator, and that moved all the the cinnamon the, uh, flavor up there. But it's, um, you know, that was before they went um, uh, national and franchised and sold out. I mean, that was you couldn't find any cinnamon rolls better than that. 
Yeah. You guys have a good day. All right. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Those are two. I've never heard of, of NIDS. No, but I that, haven't either. You know, that's something that he associated with the memory of eating after a movie, which was a big deal back then. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the first Chinese restaurant he went to. So, I mean, for the rest of his life, everything measured is measured up against his memory of that restaurant. Yeah. But that's what food does. Mm-hmm. You know, it just solidifies whatever memory and experience you're going through and just solidifies it with you. Now I'm hungry for a cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> gosh, I wonder where you can go get one, Toby. Um, you know, I don't know. Well, you know, th- yeah, this is a funny story. And by the way, you can get in right now. We've got some open lines. 913-586-7798. A neighbor two houses up from our home. I, when they moved in, I gave them some cinnamon rolls from best regards. And the funny story was, and it was several months later, and I said, let me know how you like them. Never heard a thing from them. Several months later, they drove out to Best Regards to get cinnamon rolls because they were the best cinnamon rolls they've ever had. Oh, was, was this the guy that saved your life when you locked yourself out <laughs> on your deck? Yes, yes, Okay, yes. Yeah, that wasn't sure if that was that story or not. <laughs> <laughs> it was that story. All right. Yeah. Well, no, he was a blast talking to. He kind of embellished the story that you didn't give me the details of. No. Yeah, we won't go too far into that. Well, 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 I've got time. This is my show. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. can talk about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got plenty of callers here calling in. So. Oh, well, that's too bad. I thought people wanted to hear about that time you locked yourself out on your deck. Uh-huh. And you yelled and screamed until a neighbor heard you and called the fire department? Yes. How'd, how'd they end up getting in? They have to break your door had, down? Yeah, they had to knock our door in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a two-story deck with no stairs. So the man saved your life, and you only gave him two cinnamon rolls? No, I, half a dozen. Oh, half a dozen. All right. Yeah. Well, those are pretty big. Six. Yeah, yeah. they're half a pound each. That's, yeah. All right. That's. Yeah. I ate one. <laughs> so, so he got so five. five. <laughs> yeah, he got five. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's see. Don't have any names yet. No names? Oh, um, somebody just sent a couple of things on here. So um, somebody asked me, what's the email if they have pictures to send me? Go to makethemsmile.com. The information is there. So you can go ahead and send that to me. And then somebody else is asking about baby does. Now, I'm not going to read that online because all they do is give me the name. We want stories. The stories is if you want a restaurant to live forever in our memories, we need to have a story of what made that restaurant so special. I did receive a text from somebody, though, that on, um, on the website or a message that they um, got engaged at baby does. Did you ever go to baby does? Don't remember it. Don't remember it? No. Uh, Baby Doze was at, uh, uh, see, I-35 and Cambridge Circle. It's uh, Baby Doze Endless Mine. And it was um, it looked like a kind of a coal mine or something like that. It had all the woodwork outside of it. They closed because they slid down the hillside. Oh, yes. That one. Yes. yes. No, I did. Yeah, so I've yeah. got pictures of Just the outside. Just remember the name. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, apparently people thought that their beer cheese soup was amazing. Uh-huh. And that's the... Yours is okay. Ours, ours is decent. Now, yeah. ours is amazing because I use 80-acre beer from Boulevard. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to say amazing because well. people might buy before I get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have any today. Uh, well, thanks a lot. Well, I, well I then didn't, why did you even mention it? You did it. You brought it up. I didn't bring, bring up your right. cheese soup. You did. Do you have a name on your collar yet? If not, I can read do it on have, the text. Yeah, do the text. Okay, so uh, somebody else uh, brought up Romanelli Grill. At 71st and Warnell. Okay. And they said they missed their fried catfish. 
Fried cat. Okay. We're going to talk with Scott. Good morning, Scott. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hi. I used to work at Don's World of Beast many, many years ago. Oh, really? Yes. What kind of a place was yeah. it? Was it a chain? It was, um, pardon me? Was it a chain or was it local? It was a local chain owned by a man called Don Sanders. And they had several locations around Kansas City at one time. They even had two downtown. They had one out at Indian Springs, and they also and they also had one out at Blue Ridge Mall, and, and also the Landing Shopping Center. So they had like six or seven locations around. We're talking in the uh, in the mid seventies, and it was the kind of place. It was they had seating, but it was self serve. You went through a line, and they had different types of meats. Uh, which were sliced to order, including uh, pastrami, uh, beef, and ham. And they had uh, basically went through and ordered sandwiches, and they had a few side dishes, uh, you know, baked beans, and uh, German potato salad was one of their signature items. And it was pretty successful at the time. And uh, it seemed to do real well in the downtown location, especially during the for the What did you miss the most? I'm sorry? What do you miss the most from there? If you could go back in time and eat in the restaurant, what would you get? Oh, uh, the beef sandwich with beef cheddar. sandwich, mm. beef and cheddar. Yeah, it was uh, it was fantastic. We would melt the cheese on the uh, uh, on the meat, and it was just a great flavor about it. Well, now I'm craving that. <laughs> yeah. See, I wish I had a local option. I just don't like the chains. The yeah, big national it, chains. it was uh, it was real. It was uh, it was different than Arby's. It was, it was you know I guess you could say real sliced beef and ham and turkey yeah. it wasn't the uh, reconstituted and uh formed uh products you get at some of these change these chain restaurants these days yeah. so but i just thought i'd call in since uh no one really knew much about it yeah i worked there i worked there for several years while i was a student well s- sign up for my uh email newsletter and shoot me an email about that we may talk about this again later okay all right thank you you know what's funny toby this is a place that neither one of us had heard of, and we've already got three people that have, that that remember parts of it. Mm-hmm. I'm curious now. Yeah. I bet we can find a picture of If I find a picture of it, that'll probably trigger some memories for us. The downside to this show, though, yeah. I am so hungry now. <laughs> yeah, I know. We need... Wait, I don't have anything to eat. You I, didn't bring anything I, today. I was so busy this morning. Whoa. We've got to take care of customers first. Okay. You're okay skipping a meal. Do you have... Any other texts? Um, no, we're looking real good over here, sending some things I'm not going to pass We've on. We've got some calls. I just don't have the name. Do we go to? Oh, somebody's talking about the Hawthorne Room back in the Jones store, Blue Ridge. Huh. You know, back in the day, you know, those real high-end restaurants would have, or the high-end department stores would have a restaurant inside. You know, nowadays, I guess Nordstrom does that. Nordstrom Cafe is pretty good food. But they try to do that. You know, some of those specialty restaurants like that trigger a lot of memories for all of us. Somebody else just sent one about Joe's Barn. They said they love the atmosphere at Joe's Barn. We need we need more details than that. Okay. Than, oh, we're going to talk you, with Patty. Good Patty? morning, Patty. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling. Yeah, I love the show. This is like going down memory lane. It's great. Thank you. Wonderful. Um, you were talking about drive-ins, and I wanted to mention, mention Peter's Drive-In in Kansas City, Kansas. I don't know if you all, any of you remember that. It was about 32nd and State Avenue, 
and it was the big place to go and cruise when we were in high school. And you would go through Peters, cruise through Peters, go down State Avenue to Tower Plaza, turn around, go back down State Avenue, then go down to Smacks and drive through Smacks and then come back and go to Peters. And if you were cool, you could back in to one of the spots in Peters drive in. But, you know, you had to know how to do that because if you had to do it two or three times trying to back in. (laughs) So is that where that fad of backing in a parking spot started was back when you're going from Peters to to smacks <laughs> yeah right that's when you had to you had to learn how to do that so you had to like go someplace and practice so, during the week so, so you'd did be you, able to back in and look cool did you actually but eat anything had, at these places or did you just cruise around looking oh, no, cool we would eat there they had the best uh they had a hamburger and they called it the salad burger and it was it's, you know it's been years ago so it's sort of hard to remember but it had like chopped up uh lettuce almost like how you would chop up coleslaw but it was lettuce, and then it had a special sauce, and it was really good. That was the best thing to get. And then they had great onion rings, and then the milkshakes were to die for. Oh, you can't find a good was, milkshake anymore. Yeah, it was really, really a good place. And if you took your dog in, they'd bring out a little cup with uh, the soft serve ice cream with a dog bone on top. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of places do that now. My daughter does that, yeah. goes get pup cups at a bunch of places. All right, uh, yeah. Patty, if you had to pick one that you could bring back, Peters or Smacks? Oh, Peters by far. Really? Yeah. Huh. I just really, they just had had really good food. In fact, after, I mean, I had already graduated high school and, you know, it was probably in the 80s. Well, I graduated in the 70s. I won't say exact year. But anyway, <laughs> in the 80s, and I worked at Hallmark Cards, and I was telling people about it one day, you know, that it was a really good place to go. So we started every Friday driving from Hallmark Cards corporate headquarters down there by Crown Center all the way over to Peter's Drive-In to have lunch. Oh, this! So two other people just chimed in on the text line. One of them um, remembered the salad burger, and somebody else right. is raving That's- about the strawberry sodas that they had at Peter's. Yeah, everything they had there was was really good. And I don't remember, you know, exactly when it opened and and when it closed. Now I think it's like one of those payday loan places or something like that, you know, but it was was great. So I just wanted to chime in and mention that. Well, uh, Patty, uh, make sure you sign up for uh, my email because when we do the drive-in one, I'll probably have a little contest or see if I get um, people deciding if they like Smacks better or Peter's drive-in. Okay. So well, you'll have to defend their your, honor. Uh, email. I get your email newsletter. Oh, yep. Just and I, and I love the cookies. Oh well, well. Well. Thank you, Patty. I appreciate that. Okay. All you guys have a good weekend. All right. Thank you. You too. Bye. 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 Good morning, Ed. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Yes, I have another one. I'm hoping you can find out some information about uh, Paul Bunyan Burgers. It was a chain in the '50s through the '70s. And uh, it was themed after Paul Bunyan, the uh, lumberman in Minnesota. Uh, I I forget, Bemidji or some city up there, there's a big statue of Paul Bunyan. Right. And uh, there was a story in the Star one time about, I think the owner's name was Roy Hill. Maybe you can find out something through that venue. And uh, his theme was he served big burgers that would make even Paul Bunyan happy. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) it was quite a place... In, in the day, and I'd, I'd like to know if anybody else remembers remembers it. And a little connect the dots here, Peter's Drive-In, after uh, those uh, 
independents got overwhelmed by the number of Donalds and uh, Henrys and Hardys and places like that in town, that's when they closed the drive-in and opened Mrs. Peter's Chicken Dinners. Huh. So uh, that's a little evolution or connects uh, those well, two that, restaurants. Well, that's interesting. The same yeah. Family. Yeah. Well, you know what's one. Well, th- uh, thank you. I'd appreciate that. You know, for the yeah. listeners out there, you know, we talk about the good old days and these restaurants that we miss. And a common thread that we've seen over the last month is that, you know, a lot of times they these local restaurant, family-owned restaurants disappear because of national chain competition. Exactly. You know, you know and it, that, that we as consumers, if we really cherish these kind of restaurants, we need to support them. You know, forget the, the, the convenience of going to an Arby's or a McDonald's and take time to go to some of these places. Otherwise, they're going to be gone. It was uh, the equivalent of Winstead's for quality and the kind yeah. of following it had. It was, yeah. just, it was fabulous. Yeah. So for everybody out there, if you don't want to be doing this show 20 years from now about restaurants we missed from the <laughs> 2020s, you better support those restaurants. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Good morning, Tom. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. Uh, I was going to mention a restaurant that I wish was still around called Antoine's on the Boulevard. Yes. Tony's. Yeah, Tony's Tavern during the day and Antoine's on the Boulevard at night. Yeah. Oh, well, what a great place. What, what did you love from there? The prime rib? Well, I, I like their shrimp, fried, the boiled shrimp. Now, did, you, did you like that just because the way they served it or because it was really good? Well, a little of both. It was all you can eat on Fridays, I think. But um, it's, uh, and then, you know, they always gave a rose to your date when you left. Yep. Wife. It's kind of cool. So, um, plus I got to know Tony and, and his wife at, over the years and so forth. And great people. A lot of, a lot of uh, famous people went to his restaurant bar. Oh, really? Oh gosh, yeah. He had all kinds of pictures of uh, you know famous people all over the country, all over the world. Really, but a lot of people went to his place. Huh? I wonder. Wonder what you have to do to get famous people to come to your place. Well, I, I, don't know. I guess you I could Photoshop with, it. Uh, <laughs> you, you can check uh, um, Bryant's Barbecue. They have a few. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Well, you know. Um, thank you for sharing that memory of Antoine's on the Plaza. We've had a couple of calls. Yeah, we have. I've I've heard Tony was quite the character. It wasn't on the plaza. It was just off Broadway and um, see 20th or something, Southwest Traffic Way or something. Yep. Um, oh, on the boulevard yeah. is what I meant to say. On the boulevard. Right. Is what it was called. Antoine's on the boulevard. On the boulevard, right. Yep. Now, um, Dunstein, um, is, uh, was your dad... A dentist by any chance? Uh, nope, no, no relation. Well, I'm sure if you go back a few generations, but no, my last name is unusual, but the Dunsing's up north with a dentist is uh, okay. no relation. Yeah, he was a good friend of ours. Okay, very good. All, All right, right thank, the, thank you. Thank I appreciate you, you calling in. Mm-hmm, bye. Hey, Toby, I got a funny text over here. It's talking about the um, uh, cruising, doing the cruise, you know, going to Peter's. And somebody just texted in saying that it cost a quarter to cruise Peter's. They said they had a KCK off-duty cop taking the money. Really? I wonder if that money went actually to Peter's or if that was just an off-duty cop. Oh, interesting. Well, the, the restaurant I miss the most, uh-huh. most best regards. <laughs> you know, it's, 
Well, you know, you, I don't you, know what happened there. Yeah, yeah, you can't come back and try to do that. I still got your booth saved. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to come back as a consult as a, for a consultation today. on it's the wall. It's too busy today. Oh, no. Yeah, it'll be pretty are busy. Are you out today. of cookies now? Uh, yes, we are now out of Chief Sugar cookies. Whoa. Still have plenty of the Arrowhead bread. Okay. All right, we're gonna talk. Good morning, Sal. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. Uh, I don't know whether you've ever talked about Chinese food restaurants, but in the early 50s, there was a place right on 31st, or Linwood Boulevard, actually, in truth, called Canton Cafe, run by a person named Henry Toy. Mm. And he closed that when they were in a remodeling of that area and moved down to the plaza. And it was down on 47th Street, I believe. And they were there for the longest time. They had the great, greatest uh, pork fried rice and barbecue pork. And what was the name of that place? It was called the Canton, C-A-N-T-O-N, Cafe. And his brother opened a place right on 12th and Main. It was in the northwest corner called King Joy Low. And it was down there for a number of years. But... Um, it, it was really great Chinese food, and I haven't been able to find anything similar to it here in Kansas City area. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's so many Chinese restaurants, and what people misunderstand, they think of Chinese food as being just one kind of food. You know, but it's right. like what, you know, if you're in Europe and you want to go to an American style restaurant, what does that mean? You know, I mean, there's right. like 50 right. different kinds of American. That's, the same is true of Chinese restaurants. You know, yeah. so, I mean, you just have to go back and see what region of China that they came from. You know, it was Cantonese or Mandarin or something like that. But you yeah, know they, they were from Canton, Okay. China. Yeah, so you just, uh, there's a couple of Cantonese-themed um, restaurants here in Kansas City. What are the names? I, I, I don't even remember. You'll have, I, 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 you, can, you can look that up, and then if you go to that restaurant, ask for the, the Cantonese menu, not the, the English-printed menu. They'll have the dishes that you're looking for that you truly miss. They'll be able well, to help you. Yeah. This one's not in existence any longer. No, no, that restaurant is not, but the Cantonese-specific dishes that you miss, you will, you will be able to find here in Kansas City. Yes, I, I found one similar, but not quite as yeah. good as the original. Well, good. But anyway. Well, thank you for sharing. I appreciate that, Sal. We'll sure. see if that sparks thank some you. memories in other people. Okay, though. Bye. And then, um, Toby, we're going to have to watch the clock as this – this hour's flown by. I had no no concept of what Lots time of it colors. was. Lots of colors. Did you say Jerry? Good morning, Jerry. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hi. It, it's Sherry. Sherry. Okay. Sorry about that. <clears throat> okay. So I, I do have a lot of memories about this place, but it, it was a bar and tavern, or a tavern with a restaurant in it called the Bigger Jigger. So the man that just mentioned boiled shrimp just made me think of it. And I don't know if it was at 70, maybe not even 75th, because I didn't drive. I was, I was, you know, young. Uh, Prospect or Troost. Um, anyway, the best fried chicken and boiled shrimp you've ever had, and it was always all you could eat. We went ever either Friday or Saturday nights and with my family. But the funny thing is, <clears throat> several years later, I met this woman, and I kept thinking, just by the way she talked and whatever, and, and I'd see her other times, and I found out that she was the waitress. So oh. Was pretty, and then we laughed about it. So so what, is there any specific dish or meal that you really miss from the bigger jigger besides yeah, the fried chicken? chicken? The fried, fried chicken? chicken? And their uh, 
boiled spiced shrimp. Okay. You can't. I I've never had shrimp like that ever in my life again. Huh. And and then too, my dad worked for the Bendix Corporation, which is now Honeywell, and he worked nights. But uh, at Christmas time, the man would come in and he'd open uh, the, the restaurant of the morning when they got off for their Christmas. He'd cook chicken and and shrimp for all these guys that worked the night shift. Good. Well, somebody just sent me a text saying it was at uh, Gregory Boulevard and 75th and Troost. Right. Somewhere in there. There you go. See, I I love the the hive mind, so to speak. We've got thousands of followers. Well, thank you, Sherry. I appreciate you calling in. Real quick. Oh, thank you. Uh, Toby, somebody else. Apparently, I've got a feud going on on the text line. One person just said uh, they did not charge a quarter in the 60s. Next person said that, um, yeah, he remembers that. They called him. The police off the quarter cop. They said he, <laughs> he was very famous. That is you know, funny. And, and, I so, wonder why they had charged a quarter, though. Well, well, probably for cleanup and stuff. Okay, you know what? So one of the, I told you one of my themes was going to be retired law enforcement. I'm going to do one episode sometime next month strictly for retired law enforcement to call in because I, uh, one of my regular customers is a retired police officer from KCK. Okay, well, you need to talk. Yeah, so him. I, I'm going to call him and do. I mean, there's there's yeah. so many funny stories like that. that. Is okay. the quarter cop? We're going to talk with Glenda. Good good morning, Glenda. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. Um, I just wondered if anybody had mentioned the old uh, New Way drive-in restaurants that were popular in the '50s and early '60s. There was one at uh, Linwood in Maine, and then there was another one on Van Brunt Boulevard. Um, there was another one somewhere they originated in Wichita, I believe. Yeah. Uh, do you know what that new way is, Toby? No. Okay. New way, that's the loose meat sandwiches. Yes. Yes. So instead of a hamburger patty, it's the ground beef, right. but it's all loose meat. So just imagine that's a sloppy right. Joe without the slop. Huh. Correct. And I, um, I think there's still somebody around Kansas City that does that. Well, we need to find out who that is. I, I remember oh new God. way, but I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the loose meat sandwiches is what yeah. made that. And I think that was one of the first national chains that kind of took that. I'd be curious if there was a individual locally owned restaurant that did the loose meat sandwiches. I don't know. They were kind of in competition with uh, the Sydney's drive-ins. Okay. Remember the Sydney's? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Sydney's didn't have the same sandwich, but, right. um, you know, they were in that era. And anyway, I wish I had that recipe because I crave those all the time. <laughs> I wish you had it too. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thank you. I just wanted to bring that up. Glenda, well, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So, I, did I ha- you ever have one of those sandwiches? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was it was interesting. It was a little bit messy. Well, why don't you do something like that? I don't got time for that. Yes, you do. I do. Quit not. cooking cookies. Oh, here's a, so I've got another confirmation here. Somebody said, I graduated in 1984 from Baser High School, and we always cruised Peter's Drive-In, and they did charge a quarter. So That's it, a lot of money back then. I, it, 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 you know what it really is, if you yeah, think about that. It's like that. five bucks now. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what that was. Wow. We got we well, to dig into that's this. That's what the, the retirement was. We're Stan Kramer. We need Stan Kramer to investigate this and find <laughs> out what happened. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it, it's, it's hilarious. That's why I never went to Kansas City, Kansas. Well, Steve. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that kind of makes me want to go, though. I couldn't afford it. Yeah, maybe that's what built the Speedway. Now, if it was a quarter to go through, I wonder what they charged for the sandwiches. I, ten I, it, ten cents? Or? I, 
Isn't that how much they were back then? I have 15, no 20 cents? Yeah, probably. I mean, you were, you're about that age. That was before I was born, so I don't know. <laughs> Barbara, good morning. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. I, I actually have a complaint. Okay. I need to be running my sweeper, but I don't want to drown you all out. I love your program. I love it. Bringing back a lot of memories, the smugglers in, baby does, and all of that. Yeah, isn't that cool? Well, what's yours? Give us a new one. Uh, 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 well, okay, the barbecue place in Martin City, Smokehouse, right? Well, they're still around. Aren't they? I know. I know. Well, you can't I, miss them if they're still around. Oh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I really <laughs> did. Just want you to know how much I was enjoying your program. Well, thank you very much. That that really does mean a lot. All right. Get that house cleaned up. I, I will after your <laughs> after program <show>. goes on. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey Toby, okay. I got to tell you a quick story. So last Saturday after the show, a lady came in for lunch. She goes, I want you to know I'm only here because of your radio show. I said, well, thank you. She goes, yeah, I was out running errands. I sat in the car and I heard the story about John Francis. She goes, I didn't even live here in the 80s, and I wanted to hear the story. She goes, I sat there waiting for a commercial break, and you never had one. I sat there for 40 minutes waiting for a commercial <laughs> break. <laughs> So well, that would have been my case. Yeah, so so there you go. So no 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 um carpets getting cleaned in your house today. <laughs> no. That's right. All right. That's right. Well, well thank you, Barbara. I appreciate that. All right. Thanks. Good luck. Bye bye. <laughs> and Terry. Good morning, Terry. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. I was a car hop in the seventies at Peter's drive in in high school. Really? And they tried. Yes, and they charged a quarter because the kids would just come in and cruise and not buy anything. Ah. Or they would, and so they charged a quarter, and then if you bought food, you could get use your quarter that way. Oh, okay. You, so the, the quarter went to the drive-in? Yes. Well, and if you didn't pay the quarter, there was an alley behind it because it was a horseshoe-shaped and you had to go out the alley. You couldn't cruise on the side that was the side. <laughs> this is getting better that. and better, Toby. That's funny. Yeah. And then they would also confiscate your beer and drink it after work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Terry, thank you very much for calling in. We're coming up on the end of the show. Toby, what do you You're think? Welcome. Should we do this again? Uh, next week? I mean, that all call-ins. Yeah. I, I loved it. I think and so. I think our listeners did too. Right, listen, I have heard so many different places I, that I don't even remember. I know. That's better than talking about fried chicken this for This is hour. cool on the corner. Though, <laughs> yeah. The... yeah. All right, Toby, let's do this again next week. All call ins. Okay. That's to... for sh- yep. That is for sure. All right. Thank you. So, and go to makethemsmile.com. Sign up for the newsletter so you can find out what we're going to do next week and when we're going to schedule Ed Holland. I'm glad you finally mentioned that. Makethemsmile.com. Yes. Sign up for the newsletter. All right. We'll be back next Saturday. Bye. This concludes this broadcast of Kansas City Food Memories.